Good Saturday morning and welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I am Jason Kong. He is Bill Alexander. And good morning to you, Bill. How are you? Good morning, Jason. Uh, Bill, we uh, we had a, a fun Super Bowl this past weekend. I hope you got some time to enjoy and watch that. Well, we did. Actually, uh, Jason, uh, this Saturday is a very special Saturday. Uh, this Saturday um, is the day that all of the spouses of football fans get to celebrate <laughs> because there is no football game anywhere televised, uh, not real football. That's not, right. Not American football anyway. That's right. So, <laughs> well, that's, that's so until they bring back the XFL. All of the football widows out there uh, can celebrate. You know, there there is a reason that Valentine's Day follows the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's because it's the it is the time when all those football fans get to ask for forgiveness from their lovelies, and uh, hope hope that that works. <laughs> I have a feeling a lot of home improvement projects will be going on today and exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. I yeah. mean, the bottom line is is that uh, the, those football widows out there uh, basically have to put up with football from August until February or early February when the Super Bowl uh, comes around, and and now they get their own way. They get their way, and so uh, and and that's only fair. It is. It is. <laughs> At least until August, and then. We'll go back the other way again. And there's a gap in uh, in March and April when we're watching basketball. But other than that, uh, well, I, I understand. But uh, uh, but anyway, it was um, of, of of course uh, the Super Bowl uh, was uh, it was a fabulous football game, and the commercials were good. A little different this year, I think. Yeah, they're kind of all uh, over the place. But uh, it was certainly a good time for folks who uh, participated. Now. Uh, my right arm executive assistant at the office, uh, she and her husband decided not to watch the football game. Um, I, I think it was a protest on their part. Uh, okay. And they actually went to the movie, to a movie, and, and watched a good movie. She said there were six people in the theater. I, that sounds about right. <laughs> but she certainly missed the Super Bowl parties uh, for sure. Uh, but I, I'm surprised the uh, the ushers weren't you know in the lobby watching the the big uh, game as well. Yeah, they, in fact, they probably were. <laughs> yeah. uh, once they got everybody seated, I suspect that's uh, that, that's the case. Well, it was a great game, and we enjoyed it. And yeah. Bill, we've we've been flooded with phone calls and emails of people wanting more of your financial and stock market advice because boy you you hit the jackpot last week on the show well i didn't hit the jackpot but i certainly nailed it in terms of uh telling folks that uh, to be very cautious of an impending uh correction mm -hmm. which uh in all truthfulness uh i had no clue that it was going to come uh you know the very next market day yeah uh but um at the same time it was um and I'll tell you something, even though I was on the money as it related to telling folks to, uh, you know, be be careful, uh, and it just makes me angry at what I had seen in the media, Internet, uh, but it was all coming out of Wall Street. Uh, in fact, I had mentioned it a couple weeks ago how— 
there were articles that were basically saying, oh, it's a wonderful time to get into the, the market and young people should be jumping in with all their money. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, that that's to me uh, is um, the kind of garbage that comes out of Wall Street that is designed to take advantage of, of folks who um, – really don't understand the market, which is 99% of us. Right. And um, it, it's it's basically, um, you know, trying to lure people into the market when those uh, – when, when folks who are educated about the market knows that the market is too expensive and that there will be an impending correction. And it's just lulling the sheep to slaughter – uh, when they do that, and we, I've seen article after article after article, uh, you know, focused in that uh, direction for the last month, when it made no sense at all, and it it just um, it makes me angry that uh, that they're, I mean, if you want to call it irresponsible journalism or whatever, but it's. It's what Wall Street wants people to believe because they make money when you lose money. And, right. and that's the kind of thing that, that uh, should make all of us a little angry. But I do think um, it might be important to at least um, uh, help people how to deal with the fact that we've had um, a, a serious downturn in the market. Um, and, and quite frankly, uh, it, it wasn't. It, it may not be over. <laughs> uh, that's that's another difficult thing. But the the first uh, rule of thumb is uh, not to just in a knee jerk way uh, call your broker and and tell them to sell, 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 uh, and and then to go into bonds necessarily uh, because you know. Bonds are the op, you know, that's what most financial advisors would would go from equities into bonds. That's all they know. And uh, the bottom line is, if you went into bonds, you certainly wouldn't want to stay there mm-hmm. um, uh, for very long. Hopefully, folks were in bonds and cash uh, prior to the the uh, correction, but. You know, truthfully, most people were not. Right. You know, that's uh, and so most folks are licking their wounds as it relates to the fact that, gee, I wish I had done something a little bit different. And that's, you know, that's that's true for all of us to some degree. We we all are guilty of procrastination when we know we should do something, but we don't do it, thinking that it'll be okay and everything will, you know continue on the upswing uh, when we know better. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there is, an, there is an ebb and flow to the market. And the, the, for those long-term investors, they probably should stay put in terms of knowing that, um, uh, that the market will uh, rise again. And a lot of folks don't realize it, but in terms of the Dow Jones, it really just went back to where it was a few months ago, mm-hmm. you know, early, late November, early December, that's where the market went back to. 
they didn't. So even though it was a substantial correction, the bottom line is is that the markets had a huge run up uh, in the last three months. So um, and, and that run up just really wasn't real in a lot of ways. So um, uh, the bottom line, and and here's the other thing that really bothers me about um, Wall Street and, and investment. And that is everybody wants to put us into mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Now, mutual funds have one advantage, and that is is that it offers some diversification. In other words, you're not buying one a company. You're buying multiple companies in that fund. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. I mean, there are a lot of mutual funds that are very – not successful let's put it and i'm not talking about when there's a market correction like what we've just seen but the thing about mutual funds is that um the bottom line is it doesn't give you much control um you know on monday my son called me uh about his uh, 401k which of course is in mutual funds and it's it, and at the time he called, the market had only dropped a couple hundred points. And mm-hmm. he said, Dad, should I go ahead and sell? And I said, yes, but your problem is that with a mutual fund, um, you're going to get whatever it has dropped for the whole day. Right. So be prepared um, for a pretty tough road. Um, now, the thing about it is, is that when you have a drop like this, it does a number of bad things. And so the economy actually typically will slow down, which exacerbates uh, the um, recovery. Mm-hmm. Now, why does it slow down? Well, when you have lost a fairly large percentage of your nest egg, then guess what? Your net worth is not as high. Uh, you may not be able to, for a young person, you may not be able to qualify for that mortgage for the house you were hoping to buy, uh, or you may not be able to qualify for that car loan that you were hoping uh, to purchase. So the bottom line, and people don't feel as wealthy, wealthy, they have to tighten their belts, um, and so they spend less or they can't spend more because they don't have it. Mm-hmm. So anytime you have a reduced economic activity, that's going to, uh, in essence, slow the recovery down, and that's, in essence, where we are right now. Uh, so don't expect a quick uptick it may take a while but it will come the market ebbs and flows and it will it will go back up over time of course losses are always really tough uh, because if you lose 10 percent you have to make 20 percent to get back to zero and that takes a much longer period of time than what most people realize but the worst thing that people can do is simply to get out of the market altogether um, uh, typically Now, for some folks, it may be the best thing to do, but it's the kind of thing where this is where you want to take the advice of a good professional based on your personal uh, circumstances. There are, uh, I mean, what you really want to do, in my opinion, and for, for those folks where it's an appropriate investment, one place to where you can feel a little safer or a lot safer is within certain 
fixed indexed annuities. Now, there are only a few out there that are really good from my perspective, but there are a few that are actually good. So what advantage does that give you? Well, if you buy it with what you have left, or hopefully you have some cash, um, it offers you um, an absolute guarantee on the downside. So you can't lose your principal when it's invested. Um, and on the upside, you get to pick an index where hopefully it's not capped. In other words, if the index goes up 12 points, you get most of that. Um, you know, some of the, the annuities are capped, and you have to watch for that. So if the index goes up, you know, 10 points, you only get four. You know, that's, you know, that's being taken advantage of. Uh, and... Um, so and and there are a lot of tricks in there that you have to be very careful. So you really have to to know what you're getting into. But a fixed indexed annuity is safe. And the good news is, if you particularly if you get a good index that works well for you, um, you get the upside. So as the market goes back up, you get all of that. The worst thing is to be in bonds the whole time. And you don't get it. You don't get the market swing when it goes back up, and so you're poor forever. <laughs> if that if that makes sense. Now, uh, so for the folks licking their wounds from mutual funds, there is um, another type of investment that, uh, in terms of equities, uh, that from my perspective work far better than mutual funds, and those are exchange-traded funds. They, they look a lot like mutual funds, but they're, they operate differently because it gives you far more control over, um, over the fund. With a mutual fund like my son yesterday, uh, not, well, not, actually, I have to go back and say it, it was on Monday, um, uh, when he called me, I knew that he was going to take a bad hit because the the mutual fund would not sell. Even though he told them to sell at 10 o'clock, they wouldn't sell his fund until the close of the market after it dropped completely. Um, with an, an exchange-traded fund, if you call and say sell, it, they will sell immediately. So had his 401k been in exchange-traded funds and he had made the same call, he would only have lost about 200 points on the market as opposed to the 1,100-plus drop that we saw for the full day. So now the other thing about exchange-traded funds that I like is you get the same diversification that you get with mutual funds. It also gives you the ability to put a stop loss on an exchange-traded fund, which basically means, let's say, your, your fund is trading at 50 and, and you put a stop loss at, say, 47 or 48 or whatever. Um, then if the market drops precipitously like it did on Monday – then uh, the, then you have a direction to sell it at 48. And so you only take that small drop, that 4% drop, uh, not the, the big drop that people see. Right. Um, and it turns it into cash. The other thing that an ETF does that a mutual fund, you can't do with a mutual fund, is it allows you to do a covered call 
which a lot of folks don't understand that, but it's uh, when a call is an option, a lot of folks are afraid of it, but this is an extraordinarily safe one. It, uh, basically, what you're doing is increasing your income uh, by offering to sell your fund to another investor if it goes up, not if it goes down, but if it goes up to a certain level, then you're saying, I will sell this fund to you at a price. But in, in most instances, in almost every instance, but not at all, it doesn't go up enough, so you keep the money, and uh, oftentimes you can increase your annual income over and above your dividends and appreciations by 6 to 8% just by a, a real easy selling covered calls on, on funds that you already own. So that's another way to, to safely increase uh, your income, uh, which makes a whole lot of sense to me. But the key is not to just knee-jerk sell and stay out of the market because then you will never recapture what you've lost. And there are ways that you can recapture what you lost. And and the main thing is to um, see your professional advisor and um, and look at your all of the circumstances of your own because, for instance, Jason, you're a young man. Your situation is totally different from my situation, which is totally different from those who are older uh, than me and financial circumstances are different. So the thing about it is is there's no general advice that works for everybody. Right. Um, uh, you, we, can, we can give sort of uh, hints at what to do, but we, you know, it's going to vary from person to person. It certainly will. And uh, that's some great advice. And uh, hopefully folks uh, heeded your words uh, last Saturday and, uh, and uh, hopefully mitigated the, uh, the correction in the market a little bit. Well, we're going to uh, be talking about a free seminar available to our listeners this Wednesday. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you, Jason Kong here, alongside Bill Alexander. And Bill, this Wednesday, we do it every month. We've got our free seminar coming up for folks, and it's going to be, a, I guess, a, a, a Valentine's Day edition. It will of be the seminar. Absolutely, um, and and. It's an important seminar. It's it's one where families that are worried about a long-term care crisis where they can get good, reliable, free information. Uh, typically, my seminars run about two hours. I try to give as much information to folks as I possibly can. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, we... We may very well uh, cancel our evening seminar in favor of our morning and afternoon seminar for Valentine's, so no one will have an excuse uh, not to come. Uh, but uh, the bottom line is, is this is really important because the the fact of the matter is is that uh, there are very few people that get good information when it comes to how to deal with a situation where a mom or dad needs assisted living or nursing care or how to provide home care. Uh, where do you get the money? Uh, how do you deal with it? You know, a lot of folks think uh, wrongly 
that that kind of care is covered under your health insurance policy or it's covered under Medicare for those who are 65 and older. Not true. Uh, the bottom line is you're on your own unless you qualify for government assistance. So our seminar is all about what assistance is out there because how many families can afford to pay four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars plus per month for the care that they need for a loved one. Uh, it is a very difficult situation and one in which people can lose everything that they've worked for all their lives unless they get the right information. And I'm here to tell you that there are things you can do to to uh, not lose your assets, to get the care you need, and and to protect your assets. And that's what the seminar is all about. There There's so many people out there, Jason, that think that you have to be poor, you have to have all of your assets out of your name in order to qualify for these programs. And again, that's not necessarily true. There are many ways you can qualify for these benefits. Now, uh, obviously, we talk about Medicaid. And again, one of the myths there is people think Medicaid is one big program for poor people. And the and there is a, a, a big part of Medicaid that does protect, gives a safety net for those in need. But there's also other parts of Medicaid that can take care of seniors, and you don't have to lose everything to qualify for Medicaid, particularly if you need nursing care. It's a, it's a, Medicaid is a bunch of different programs, and all of the different programs have different rules. So why wouldn't you want to learn about those kind of rules that can help you save your nest egg, you know, help you save the farm, help you save your house, help you save all of your, uh, your nest egg, whatever that is. I mean, there are, are lots of different ways to do it. Um, now, we also have, um, and we talk about veterans benefits for those veterans who served during a war period such as, and there are a few left of World War II veterans, certainly our Korean War veterans and our Vietnam veterans. Those are war period veterans. That doesn't mean you have to have served in Korea or Vietnam. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that uh, if you serve during a period of war, uh, then it is highly likely that there is what's called a veteran's pension that can be available to you if you have long-term care needs. It's not a pension. That's one of the first things I have to teach folks. It's actually a long-term care reimbursement program. Um, but there's also a way that you can get benefits for your spouse if your spouse is sick and needs long-term care and you are a war period veteran, and there's also a way for a widow of a war period veteran to receive benefits as well. So the bottom line is there's a, there are a bunch of different programs, and we try to talk about all of the different programs. Now, Medicaid and VA are the two biggies, but there's some other small programs out there too that can make a difference to, to families. And the bottom line is anyone who is in a long-term care crisis 
or is worried about the potential for a long-term care crisis should come to this seminar. It's it's so important. Uh, bring your spouse. Uh, you know, your children <laughs> should come for you if you can't. Uh, uh, and we have like that. Uh, that. Uh, also, I should mention, and, and most people know this, but professionals are also welcome to come. We, we don't turn away lawyers or CPAs or financial advisors or social workers, and we normally have a few in our seminars as well. And they actually add to the, to the discussion, I think. Um, but the problem for, for uh, our listeners is the fact that there is so much bad information uh, that there are very, very few who can give you good, accurate uh, advice on all of these programs or any of these programs. And it's really dangerous when somebody who just knows a little bit tries to give advice because more often than not, it's not good advice. Yeah, I bet that's uh, one thing you encounter a lot is people coming up to you and saying, well, I I thought this would happen if I did this. And right. That's not uh, the case. Or, or the other knee jerk is, uh, I, I, you know, help me give all my property away so I can qualify. And it's like, no, 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 that's not what you want to do. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the wrong way to to actually uh, qualify for these programs. So, it's it's there are just so many uh, uh, things. Or n- another myth out there is that you have to create an irrevocable trust five years before you need care. Well, how many people are going to create a trust uh, thinking that <clears throat> they might need? Uh, care five years from now. You, you, you have to give up control of your nest egg to right. do that. Nobody wants to give up control. Um, not years and years and years ahead of time. That's silly. So we and now I'm, I won't say that we've never done it. We have done it, but mm-hmm. we do it rarely because there's so many other options available to folks. Right. And uh, this is, a, again, a great opportunity to get this information. And it's this Wednesday. February 14th at Independence Village of Raleigh. And uh, what times are, are we thinking for this Wednesday, Bill? Well, we know we do one at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We do one at 10 o'clock in the morning and then at 6.30 in the evening. Now, okay. truthfully, we're hoping that everyone will sign up for the morning and afternoon, <laughs> but evening is okay, too. We'll be there if we have folks that uh, uh, that want to be there in the evening. And again, that is the key. Please sign up in advance. You can do that at WGA Law. Dot com, or you can give Bill a call in the office. And again, uh, we don't offer uh, no food. No, no this is not a come on as it relates to that. But uh, there's no place you can go and get better information. That's uh, right. This is a fact-based seminar where uh, you will get accurate information where you can't get it anywhere else. Again, WGALaw.com to register for the free seminar this Wednesday, February 14th at Independence Village of Raleigh. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and I am Jason Kong. Good morning to you. He is Bill Alexander, and Bill, uh, we've been hitting this topic a little bit uh, this morning when we were talking about the uh, the market correction that we experienced this week, and uh, you gave some very important advice last week that I hope people heeded, uh, but if not, uh, 
you know, maybe there was some procrastination involved in thinking, ah, well, maybe I can wait this out a little bit. No, well, no question about it, because uh, that's just human nature. And I guarantee you that most of us uh, did not do what we should have done in terms of our investment portfolio uh, last week or last month or two months ago even. You know, it's it's um, there's no such thing as timing the market. You can't do it effectively. But, but you can know uh, when you're reaching those peaks and valleys, if you will. There's technical ways that you can determine that. And it's sort of like this. If if you um, changed things a month ago, you would have, you know, people would say, oh, you're, you were really smart. <laughs> but 2020s, uh, you know, <laughs> hindsight's uh, there as far as um, uh, being, uh, uh, you know, those kind of things. But the same thing happens with long-term care. It's like, you don't know when you're going to have a stroke. You don't know when you're going to have a heart attack. You might know that you have heart issues, and you might know that you shouldn't have had the cake last night, and you <laughs> know that you should have exercised a little more, and you didn't. But even so, you feel pretty good today, but that doesn't mean you won't have issues tomorrow. You know, my brother's a great example of that. Um, you know, he had a horrible flu bug last fall, ended up with congestive heart failure. Well, the bottom line is he's gone down really, really fast since then. Um, and uh, he had a stroke uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, was that predictable? No. Uh, but the truth is, because of his congestive heart failure, um, the stroke was more likely. Um, but the bottom line is, did we know when it was going to happen? Absolutely not. Now, the good news for my brother is we did documents, the right documents, many, many years ago. So we had everything in place. But so many people don't have the right documents. And there are lots of seniors out there who think, well, I, I went to my local attorney and I – I had a will done, and I I got a, a power of attorney at the same time, um, and I'm I should have everything right. And the bottom line is they don't. And the the difference is this: most attorneys, uh, even folks who are estate planners, don't do elder law, which focuses on how to protect your assets and how to get your government benefits when you are in a crisis or before the crisis. And so 90% of the time, those documents don't that you get uh, from other attorneys don't work well with long-term care crisis. It doesn't allow your trusted family members, which is normally going to be a spouse or one or more of your children, to be able to do the kinds of things that you need to do to protect your property. And so now I might as well be talking to a dead horse when I say this because people ignore what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that their documents won't work. Now, they can go to an elder law attorney, and of course we are elder law attorneys, so this sounds very self-serving, 
But the bottom line is, is that the documents we give our clients are very different from what most attorneys give their clients because we're looking at very specific needs that our clients will have when they're seniors. And so we want to make sure that they are prepared for those kind of, of issues. Um, it makes a huge difference, the kind of documents you you have. But procrastination is – now, the folks who've listened to this, they – okay, now they know that they should have their documents reviewed not just by an attorney – but by an elder law attorney who knows the difference and knows these programs so that uh, if and when you need the assistance that you can get it. Now, I know uh, in a moment we need to take a break, and so I, w- I want to tell folks that when we come back, what I, I want to try to explain is how uh, sometimes, you know, because I, I mentioned earlier that one way to um, – uh, basically safely in, invest is through a certain type of annuity. And I, I, sometimes that doesn't work for long-term care planning. So I want to explain when it works, when it doesn't work, so that that will give people a better concept on how these things fit together. Excellent. We'll do just that. And again, if you need some documents reviewed, head on over to WGALaw.com. Give Bill a a, a shout and set up an appointment with him. You have nothing to lose. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here alongside Bill Alexander. And Bill, you were uh, you teased this a little bit at the end of the last segment, but there's uh, a certain type of annuity that we need to be wary of with long-term care. Well, let's, let's start at the beginning here. There, the first thing I would say is there are only a few annuities that I like. Okay. You know, so the majority of annuities I don't like. Okay. So I, I have to say that at the, at the <laughs> beginning. Uh, I'm not one who likes variable annuities. There's a lot of market risk with variable annuities. I don't like fixed annuities uh, to the, as an investment because uh, there's not enough uh, growth and, and you, you know, in other words, they're not great investments. So I don't particularly like those. Um, now, so the the type of annuity, and I only like a couple inside this type, is a fixed indexed annuity, and and so I'll subcategorize that and say, okay, uh, these are fixed indexed annuities that guarantee that you won't lose your principal, and they're not capped for your index, and they also give you a terrific index to use that beats the S&P 500 and other indexes. Um, so there are a couple like that, that that I like. Now, with that said, even though I like a couple, they're not appropriate for a lot of seniors uh, because of the potential for the risk of long-term care. It's a completely different risk than market risk. Now, we know what market risk is because we just suffered a huge loss in the market. Okay, so nobody wants to take that kind of hit 
even though many of us just did, okay? Well, if you invest in uh, annuities, you have to understand it's a long-term investment. You're, uh, there is a penalty, a big penalty, for trying to get your money back from the insurance company. Typically, that penalty goes away over a period of about 10 years. But, you know, some, some annuity investors don't have 10 years. Okay, so the younger you are, the better, if, if you will. Uh, so um, because uh, those who are more middle-aged, if you will, have a lot less risk in terms of long-term care risk as it relates uh, to annuities because it's highly likely that if you had to liquidate the annuity, um, you will have gotten past your penalty period. And, and that's really important for folks to understand. But any annuity is where the insurance company wants to keep your money and dole it back to you slowly over a period of time. And so they have control of your money. And if you, But if you've picked a good index, then you're going to get the upside of the market uh, without the downside risk. And so there are a lot of uh, good things about that type of annuity. Now, generally speaking, for most people, even if the annuity has an option where it triples your income – for a long-term care crisis, that's normally not good enough for most people because, you know, if you've got an annuity that pays $500 a month and it triples your income to $1,500 a month, you're still sucking wind. <laughs> and there's, no, it, in other words, it doesn't do enough for you. There um, are also annuities that have uh, a rider that basically if you have a nursing home uh, crisis that it allows you to get out without a penalty as well. But here's the problem. Now, that works for a single person, okay? So a single person who is looking for an investment, that rider basically takes care of the biggest part of the problem, okay? But it doesn't take care of everything because, for instance, it doesn't take care of the problem of assisted living, whereas what most people will need. If you go to a nursing home, yes, but not assisted living. So there's a disconnect there. And if you're married, which uh, um, then that rider doesn't protect you because it may be that the other spouse is the one who gets sick and your rider for the long-term care rider doesn't work because it's your spouse who needs the care, not you. So again, there's a disconnect there. So who has to worry about using an annuity as their vehicle, any annuity, uh, even these wonderful annuities? Well, if you don't have other liquidity, in other words, all your money's tied up in your business, all of your money is tied up say you'd never want to put all your eggs in an annuity that then you don't have any liquidity at all if you have long-term care insurance adequate long-term care insurance then you can invest in anything you want to and so that's an out but most people don't have long-term care insurance if you're uh, fairly wealthy you know like you have a million and a half two and a half three million dollars 
and say five or six hundred thousand of that is purely li- liquid, you know, where you can get your money uh, and pay for care and you're self-insured, again, you can invest your money any way you want to if you have that kind of liquidity. But again, most people don't have long-term care insurance. Most people don't have that kind of wealth either. So if you have a small nest egg, then an, an, and you don't have long-term care insurance, then an annuity may not be a good investment for you because you have – I mean, people have to understand that there is more than a 50% risk for each one of us that we will have a significant long-term care crisis. And when I say crisis financially, that means – What's the equivalent? My equivalent is your home burns down with everything in it and you're uninsured, you know, or a tornado comes by and takes it out, whatever, same kind of thing. Bottom line is you're not insured, you're back back to zero. That's, that is a long-term care risk. And, and the percentage is really high that we will have it, 50 to 60%. Uh, you know, we males get off a little bit uh, easier than the females because the risk is higher for the ladies. But, you know, it's a huge risk. So to me, that's something that should be looked at whenever, no matter what kind of investment you're looking at. Yeah, when the odds are a coin flip, I'd say it's best to be as prepared as possible as you can. Mm-hmm. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. I'm Jason Kong. And Bill, we are uh, just about out of time. Any parting thoughts you want to lay out? Well, a lot of what I've been talking about is a part of the four legs of asset protection. And that's what I talk about each Saturday. And that is you have to have adequate insurance. That's liability protection. That's a foundation. You have to have the right legal documents in place. That's key. You have to have the right investments in place that coordinate with your uh, legal plan. And uh, you have to have uh, the your title to property, your beneficiary designations all coordinated. So all four legs are extremely important to your plan. And we're one of the few places you can go where we can review each one of those legs to make sure that your plan is right. That's exactly correct. And you can get more information at WGALaw.com. You can also uh, register for the seminar this Wednesday, February 14th at Independence Village of Raleigh. We'd love to see each and every one of you out there. Again, this is just a tremendous chance to get uh, some very valuable information. And we do this once a month, uh, the second Wednesday of every month. So we hope to see as many of you out there as possible. Again, WGALaw.com is the website. You can register in advance there. Thank you so much for listening. We are out of time. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong. We hope you'll catch us again next Saturday at 11 for Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day. 